everybody. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's episode of the Rained Out Rancast live on ATN.Live. I'm your host, Chris. Tonight we're going to get into this week's updates and news. But first we want to get into this week's New World Order Clip of the Week, a new segment here on Rantcast Live. It's a New World Order Clip of the Week. The New World Order Clip of the Week. Of the week. Clip of the week. New World Order. Clip of the week. Oh, oh yeah. Clip of the week. New World Order. Clip of the week. How are they going to kill you this week? We'll find out in the clip of the week. New World Order. Clip of the week. That's right. Clip of the week. The third way we think CBDC can improve financial inclusion is through what we call programmability. That is, CBDC can allow government agencies and private sector players to program, to create smart contract, to allow targeted policy functions. For example, welfare payment. For example, consumption coupon. For example, food stamp. By programming CBDC, those money can be precisely targeted for what kind of people can own and what kind of use this money can be utilized, for example, for food. So this potential programmability can help government agencies to precisely target their support to those people who need support. So that way can also improve financial inclusion. Of course, I want to end with a caveat because CBDC is not a panacea. CBDC cannot solve every challenge in financial inclusion. There are some aspects of financial inclusion is not related to technology. For example, financial literacy, digital literacy. So CBDC has to work with other policies together to try to improve financial inclusion. I stop here. Oh, sweet. That was the clip of the week of the NWO. That was one of the heads of the IMF talking about CBDCs and how they're going <laughs> to impact and control our life. That was just the NWO clip of the week. It's a new world order clip of the week. Order, clip of the week. New World Order, Clip of the Week. Oh yeah, Clip of the Week. New World Order, Clip of the Week. How are they going to kill you this week? We'll find out in the Clip of the Week. New World Order, Clip of the Week. That's right, Clip of the Week. And coming up after the break, we'll get into the CBDCs, the New York Federal Exchange, and their new pilot program. They're testing out the digital dollar right now as we speak between the New York Federal Exchange and other major banking institutions around the world. So it's here, folks, CBDCs. Like they explained in the clip, 
how they can control you. I'm going to play another clip from Sam Bankman Fried. Freed? When we get back more on this, we're going to we're going to hear more on uh, CBDC Sam Bankman Freed and his take on money laundering through crypto. More when we get back on Rained Out Rentcast live here on ATN.live. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right, engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance, or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Goey Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life, helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration and helping you enjoy a nice, smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? Goey Fuel Tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. Get Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablets today. Visit GoGasTab.com. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the the carbon, the the planets coming in, the, the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Embella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Embella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central, Listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest electronic beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN. Live. Happy uh, Turkey Week here on uh, 
Rantcast live on ATN.live. Turkey Day being Thursday. Our Indigenous Day. I don't know what the woke folk call Turkey Day. But I do know that one of our favorite uh, <laughs> news stories, uh, who's now become a celebrity, um, <laughs> came out with a new app he released on Turkey Day. Kyle Rittenhouse, if you take a listen to his uh, his new uh, his new ad, I guess. Hi, I'm Kyle Rittenhouse, and my life was ruined by the fake news media. They called me a racist. They called me a murderer, and I am neither of those things. My reputation was destroyed by these fake news turkeys. Luckily, my good friend from Silicon Valley, the CEO of Mint Studios, Mint Chip, had a great idea. The Kyle Rittenhouse turkey shoe. That's right, Kyle. When I saw how these fake news turkeys operated, I had to start coding immediately. Gamers will get to play as Kyle Rittenhouse using a highly specialized laser gun to strike down any turkey that spreads lies, propaganda, or liberal bias. Each player will battle the fake news through a series of levels that are filled with dangerous turkeys. Everyone will get to see what Kyle has to go through each and every day. I think your supporters will love it. So when's the game coming out? And how can people buy it? It's actually available right now. Really? Yup. We're not clucking around. Go to RittenhouseGame.com to purchase immediately. Cluck, yeah. These fake news turkeys are terrible. It's the fake news turkey shoot. Got a laser gun Cluck. going pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Go get that Kyle Rittenhouse turkey shoot. That dude's making bank. Once those lawsuits clear, he's going to be the richest man next to Kanye West. That's right, next to Kanye West. Before the break, I was talking about CBDCs and the New York Federal Exchange and their pilot program with the digital dollar. Told you this was coming, and here it is. The digital fucking dollar. A tyranny. A way to track um, basically everything you do. They say you can't track it, but they're fucking lying. Here's a clip from Sam Bankman-Fried, a, a very wanted man right now. In fact, in fact he's going to speak uh, on the 30th. I believe in New York with uh, people like Hillary Clinton and other fucking criminals for the New York Times. It's $2,500 a seat if you'd like to join that fucking cuck fest. In practice, what this means is the following. Um, if you know that Alice's address is that one right over there, then you can see exactly where all the funds came from and went. Not just one hop, but the entire history. Like, you see the whole network laid out in front of you. The whole You can trace through from start to finish. Now, it's all anonymous, right? But, but you can see what went to there, then there, then there, then there, then there. And so if you can periodically kind of dive in and get real identity associations, it's a really powerful tool for better or for worse, for tracking what happened. Um, if you don't have any of that mapping, though, then, yeah, sure, you can trace what the Bitcoin did in sort of like, you know, 16-character string land, but that tells you absolutely nothing about real people. And so the question is, basically, if you get footholds um, of, you know, know your customer, then it's actually very transparent and easy to trace through. If you can't get that, then it's totally private. Um, and, and so from a, for instance, financial crimes point of view, right, what this means in practice is that 
um, you know, all of the sort of like large centralized exchanges like FTX are doing know your customer mm -hmm. uh, on our users. And if there's like a suspected, you know, whatever, uh, sort of illicit um, activity financing, right? And, um, you know, someone from Treasury reaches out to us about it, right? We can associate, given the, the like, uh, you know, ID information we've collected, um, an address with a user. And then we or they can then trace through where all those funds came from and ended up. And periodically might hit another centralized exchange, so you could go to them, right, and track down, well, okay, what was the activity that happened there? And so in practice, it's sort of this hub, hub and spokes thing. And what, what does this cash out at? What it cashes out at it basically is like, if all of the big portals between sort of like blockchain land and the real world are um, doing diligence, or all the big trusted portals are doing diligence, then um, you can do quite good tracing from a financial crimes perspective, and it's actually shockingly ineffective to try to launder money through crypto. If you have lots of leaks, if there's lots of exchanges that are offering bank accounts and taking virtual currency and are really falling down on their duty, um, then um, it becomes impossible to trace anything that goes through because those are basically big mixers. Mm -hmm. And I, and you get money laundering going through. Okay, so we're going to get into consolidation. Uh, yeah. So basically, he explains how FTX launders money, but it's hard for everybody else. No, I mean, <clears throat> we knew crypto could be used for this. And it got used for money laundering, for taking, um, essentially, the taxpayer's money, funneling, funneling it through Alameda and FTX, and um, then sending it back to the Democrats. Now, <clears throat> there is a investigation into this but the ones running the investigation are people like fucking Maxine Waters uh and <coughs> Maxine Waters when she was asked about asked about uh Sam Bankman and the the scandal that is FTX, she replied by telling uh, reporters, you know, he donated to Republicans too. Lawmakers that got donations from FTX's founder should give that money back. Oh, well, I don't want to get into that. As a matter of fact, both sides, Democrats and Republicans have received donations. So yeah, see, they donated 200 and something thousand dollars to quote unquote Republicans out of the millions, actually billions of dollars funneled through Ukraine. And again, after this broke, Joe Biden asked for $37 billion to send to Ukraine. Um, all that was allowed so far was $4.5 billion, I think, um, with another $400 million sent right away. He demanded it be sent right away. So this whole um, scheme, I mean, Maxine Waters was cozied right up to uh, Sam Bankman. I, when he testified in front of Congress, there's a video floating around of her 
waving goodbye to him and blowing him a fucking kiss. Probably all the money she made, you know. And she is being asked about the donations that her... I didn't want to see that. I don't want to hear you talking, lady. The pressure is building in Washington. The House Financial Services Committee calling for a hearing into the collapse of FTX this week. And joining us now is the chair of that committee, Representative Maxine Waters. Congresswoman, it's great to see you again. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I'm pleased to be with you today. And I'm anxious uh, uh, to talk about uh, the fact that we, in my committee, have been working, uh, we've been learning, we've been planning, uh, and we're on top of the fact that we need to have regulations for cryptocurrency, and we're moving toward hearings on FTX. Do you regret the fact that it hasn't happened so far, and this could have potentially been prevented? Well, uh, what I'm pleased about is the fact that we are far ahead of uh, many other countries in taking a look at cryptocurrency. It is very complicated. Uh, we have members with a lot of different thoughts. That's a lot. There's multiple countries that have taken Bitcoin and cryptocurrency as their as their um, national currency. El Salvador is one. I believe Ukraine did it. Um, they see the um, laundering ability. I, I don't know. El Salvador. <laughs> I believe it was Max Kaiser was in El Salvador talking about um, Bitcoin, how Bitcoin has taken over in El Salvador and other countries. Um, but this is the thing. This FTX is a problem reaction solution. They created the problem. They were hoping for this reaction. And then they come in with the solution. And the solution is regulations on crypto. Once they get the regulations on crypto, then the CBDCs can come full force right up into your asshole. And before you know it, you no longer can use dollar bills as a form of currency. Dollar bills are the last string of anonymity we have. Unless you live out in the woods and you eat berries and twigs. Which some people do. I don't have a problem with that. Probably eat better than I do. You know, you go hunting some squirrels or something, kill some deer. You know what? You get what I'm fucking saying. But cash was the last uh, bit of anonymity we had uh, when it comes to commerce and being able to buy and sell. Because it's hard to track dollar bills. They know that. The blockchain is what they want. They want the Fed coin and a one-world currency that everybody can use on their phone. So you never have a problem. You never want to have a problem when you go to f fucking Helsinki. When you go to fucking Helsinki, you don't want to have to fucking trade your dollars in for Deutschbergs. You don't want to go to fucking France and have to change them for... Uh, France monies, you're, 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 I don't know what the fuck they use in France. Let's make it convenient for the people. It's for you guys. It's for the people. Yes, we stole all your fucking money. 
Yes, we stole all your fucking money, and there's nothing you can do about it. But we're here to fix it, so we can never steal all your money again. That's literally what they're doing. They're like we stole all your shit, and look, we're gonna step, we're gonna fix this, we're gonna fix it, so we can't, so nobody ever steals your shit again. We'll be able to track it. So you can't use your shit the way you want to use your shit, you know. And they've been building this for a while. You ever go to the store to buy you some booze? You've had one of those weeks or days. I don't know if you're an alcoholic or whatever. You go to buy some booze. And every fucking once in a while, they scan your ID. That's because at some point they're going to be like, look, Kevin. You've drank too much booze. You can have no more booze. Because your ID here said you bought booze four out of five days. You've had four out of five days have sucked. And you're trying to escape this prison that we put you in. And we're not going to allow that at all. Because that's ridiculous. That's where we're at. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun? They've been doing it for years. The um, scanning of the barcode on the ID. It's supposed to be the real ID, um, which is the uh, within borders passport. That's awesome. Uh, so you can't fly without the real ID. You got to have a star on your on your ID. They keep pushing that further and further because of non-compliance. But now, at the G20 summit, Biden went ahead and signed us up for, you know, vaccine tracking, um, vaccine passports, no no travel without a vaccine, without your passports. And the only way to really get that system down is, is with, uh, you know, these digital wallets. Uh, they're awesome. You know, you can have them right on your phone. And, and you know... The people who think phones track you and it's ridiculous. They don't want to carry a cell phone because the radiation. They offer, they're going to offer a chip as well. They're going to offer you to be able to be chipped. Elon Musk, as he's doing town hall votes for people to be allowed on Twitter. Now it's town hall votes. Donald Trump is back on Twitter. People are throwing a fucking fit. People are saying Apple's leaving Twitter. Because they deleted all their tweets and the CEO deleted his Twitter. Nah, it's because in China, the people, the kids at the Apple uh, iPhone factories have went crazy. They broke out and are rioting. So the new iPhone, uh, fuck, I don't know what iPhone, iPhone 19, is going to be delayed. So anyways, which that's by design as well because they're going to they're going to take the iPhone the new one which has already had the beta testing and the tracking um the biometrics uh the covid trackers those were um implemented back in 2020 uh they weren't enforced quite yet uh but you can only say yet They weren't enforced yet. So the CBDCs, COVID, the fucking vaccine passports, the 
digital currencies, Maxine Waters, Sam Bankman, all these fucks, Joe Biden. They all are together on this. You know, it's one big club and you ain't fucking in it. R.I.P. George Carlin. Because he's he's said that. He's been dead for like 13 fucking years. So, way ahead of his time. He's literally spinning in his grave, I think. I don't know. Maybe they cremated him. They probably cremated him. I don't think... I think he had a bit where he didn't... He thought cemeteries were fucking retarded. Like golf courses. Big waste of space, you know? I mean, why the fuck would you... Anyways, look it up yourself. But yeah, the the CBDCs rolling in. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, At some point, they're going to announce and say, Hey, guys... We're going to go ahead and give you um, basically the equivalent of your uh, retirement, your you know loan, any money you have in the bank. Uh, we're going to give you the equivalent in XRP or FedCoin or whatever the fuck it is, you know. And people, some people are going to be really pissed, you know, especially old people. That's why they killed as many old people as they could during COVID because old people are going to be really fucking angry because they can barely use their cell phones except for casino games the way it is, you know, and those are hard to fucking use, you know, that's why they only use that thing, you know, those fucking stupid, you know, candy crush and casino and the slots. This is what old people do, right? They're not going to figure out their, you know, their fucking COVID thing and, if you look in China, in China, they got to fucking use this COVID thing. And in China, there's times where it just doesn't work right. You didn't fucking fail a test, but your fucking phone is being retarded. It's it's giving you a red thing. Now you can't get on the fucking... Oh, my God. Now the now the COVID police are coming. They're in bio suits. They're dragging you away, beating you over the head. This is the future, folks. If we don't do something about it. I mean, they're they're in America. They are raiding journalists, jailing journalists, censoring journalists. Next, they're going to be censoring you. They are going to be raiding you. It's it's just a matter of time, you know. You're gonna. It's this the the digital world here, and it's it's gonna take over. And uh, they they really orchestrated. They really orchestrated this whole collapse. It's it's. You know. Hats off to that. Great job. We get back from the break. We're gonna talk about this uh, documentary that dropped this week I think it was before Thanksgiving maybe it was last Monday called Died Suddenly it's from the Stu Peters Network from the, from the people who brought you Watch the Water I want to talk about this for a little bit coming up after this break keep it here on ATN.Live Hey, it's Aaron from The Cole Report, and I just want to remind you, if you miss any of the live shows, you can catch the rebroadcast all week long. 
There's a schedule on the homepage. Click it and it'll show you everything going on for the whole week. And if that's not convenient enough for you, you can catch the Shepard and Bella show, the Rained Out Rancast, and the Cole Report on Apple and Spotify for your listening pleasure. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right, engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance, or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life, helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration, and helping you enjoy a nice, smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? Gobi Fuel Tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. Get Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablets today. Visit GoGasTab.com. ATN.Live, the Umbellas Talk Network is beyond news talk. It's cutting-edge talk, 24-7-365. Real people, real-life conversation. ATN.Live is also home to the Shepherd Umbellas show and other great shows. The website is simple to use, and the sound quality is phenomenal. We stream in 194K audio and have a backup 64K stream for folks who don't have much internet bandwidth. Remember, don't forget... Go to ATN.Live now. And for those who pledge $50 or more, you will receive free merchandise from Shepard Ambellas. His two films on DVD video and his latest Electronic Beats album, so, show some love. ATN.Live, the Ambellas Talk Network, ATN.Live. Before the break here on ATN.Live, we were talking about CBDCs and banking. And, you know, back in March of 2020, the Federal Reserve actually removed the reserve requirement for all bank banking institutions of the United States of America, meaning they no longer have to have any money to cover anybody's money that's in the bank. At any given time, they had to have 10% to cover, um, you know, people's bank accounts, the money that they had in, the money that was being loaned out. Federal Reserve removed those restrictions. to I mean, it's zero. Now they need, they're required to have 0% in reserve. So keep that in mind. 
guys. Keep keep that in mind. Anyways, before that break, I, I said we were going to talk about uh, a controversial documentary that has just dropped from the, from the creators of uh, Watch the Water. Now, if you listened to me before ATN, I wasn't a big fan of Watch the Water. Um, it was about snake venom and the vaccines and snake venom in your water. But this new documentary these guys have dropped died suddenly is disgustingly mind-blowing. Um, I want to dig further into this this week. I, I think I'm going to have most of the week off from my regular job, so I'm going to contact funeral homes because this documentary is about embalmers. It's, it's not about... It's about funeral homes. It's about the last stop. And the fact that when uh, they go to embalm these people in the last 18 months or so, there's this unusual clotting that they are seeing. Unusual in the fact that, one, the body is full of clots, and two, some of these clots are some sort of weird, fibrous um, material. Now, the crazy thing about this is the fact checkers. So far, this fucking documentary is still on Twitter. Somehow they were allowed to load the entire one hour onto Twitter. I don't know if that's a new thing. I mean, if they, I, I don't know how the fuck they did that. But they load the whole movie onto Twitter. It's not been removed. Um, I loaded a copy onto Facebook. It's still on there. The most I get is a cover for it because it is graphic as fuck. It is graphic. Now, PolitiFact did uh, hit someone with a fact check on this. And here's what part of their fact check said. Experts we talked to say there's something to the claim about a greater incidence of blood clots, but they dismiss the idea that it's linked to the vaccines. What embalmers are noticing, they say, could well be the effects of COVID-19 infection itself, and those effects are occurring in people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated. So they're literally admitting to this uptick in blood clots. Here's here's another. I think this is coming from um, the CDC itself. I'll have to check into this source, but... In this one, it says, in the era of COVID-19 and mass vaccination programs, the anti-vaccination movement across the world is currently at an all-time high. Much of this, is, much of this anti-vaccination sentiment could be attributed to the alleged side effects that are perpetrated across social media from anti-vaccination groups. Fear-mongering and misinformation being peddled by people with no scientific training to terrorize people into staying unvaccinated. It's not just causing people to remain susceptible to viral outbreaks, but could also be causing more side effects seen in the vaccination process. This is where they go on to say, this brief review will offer data that may demonstrate that misinformation perpetrated by the anti-vaccination movement may be causing more deaths and side effects from, from any vaccine. Okay, let me read that again because it confuses me. 
This brief review will offer data that may demonstrate that misinformation perpetuates. Now I got to start it over. This brief review will offer data that may demonstrate that misinformation perpetrate. Me and my fucking reading skills. Perpetuated. That's how they have it. Perpetuated. By the anti-vaccination movement may be causing more deaths and side effects from any vaccine. They're saying that the misinformation may be causing more side effects than the vaccine itself. That the, that the misinf- That people who are vaccinated, when they hear the misinformation, it's causing more side effects than if they were just vaccinated and they never heard the the misinformation. A mini review of published literature has been conducted and found that mental stress clearly causes vasoconstriction and arterial constriction of the blood vessels. Therefore, if subjects are panicked, concerned, stressed, or scared of the vaccination, their arteries will constrict and become smaller in and around the time of receiving the vaccine. (laughs) This is science. (laughs) This biological mechanism, the constriction of veins, arteries, vessels under mental stress, is the most likely cause for where there has been blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, dizziness, fainting, blurred vision, loss of smell and taste that may have been experienced shortly after vaccine administration it's because you're a pussy, and it's causing a placebo effect, and that is what's causing these blood clots that they're pulling out of bodies that are sometimes three foot long. I mean, this movie shows them pull a blood clot out of a beating heart where I guess they're not supposed to be. They're not supposed to be. Embalmers telling you, you know, they they would make... A single incision in, in the jugular, and that's how they drain the blood and then fill the body with formaldehyde. And now they can't do that. And these are fact checkers agreeing that there is this um, uptick in these type of blood clots. That Yes, the embalmers aren't lying, especially when they're showing you on video. It's, it's very graphic. Um, and then blaming it on the misinformation. It's the misinformation that is just fucking people up. That, that people who get the vaccine, you're such fucking pussies, right? Vaccinated people are such fucking pussies. If you fucking tell them they might pull a blood clot out of your body after you've taken this vaccine, which isn't misinformation, because now you're such a fucking pussy. Mentally, your body has just... Like it's in a swimming pool and your penis is just shriveled up. It's cold, right? In your body, like you're like a fucking Joe Biden earlobe, right? You ever notice Joe Biden's got the dangly earlobe sometimes in the summer, but in the winter, his earlobes are connected to his face. They're they're shrunken up. They constrict your whole, when if someone says, hey, <clears throat> did you look into the vaccine? Your whole body constricts into, <gasps> that's misinformation. And then you have a stroke. 
Yeah, that's what they're. That's what the. Uh, that's what the fact checkers are trying to tell you. They're trying to tell you you're fucking retarded. Straight up, fucking re- retarded. The extreme mental stress of the patient could most likely be attributed to the fear mongering and scare tactics used by the various anti-vaccination groups. Ooh. You know, I, I'm not running around saying like, hey, uh, don't you fucking get that goddamn vaccine. You fucking... I don't even know what an insult would be to someone. Retarded, I guess. I mean, if you're getting the vaccine at this point, you're fucking retarded. But that's not... It's not really a judgment. It's just like uh, it's it's an observation. It's an observation. It's not your fault. Apparently, it's uh, it's the misinformation you read. Uh, <laughs> give you a fucking heart attack. Fucking, you know, it will fucking kill you. You know, that's that's uh, that's the world we live in. The misinformation, you know, can give you a stroke and fucking murder you. That's that's the day that's the that's where we're at right now is the misinformation world uh can come in and, and and cause you to have a stroke and and then die. It's not what you just put in your body. That's ridiculous. What you just put in your body killing you, the doctor said it was okay. So that, that there's no fucking way this foreign substance that's never been actually tested that they put in your body had anything to do with you dying. It's definitely the misinformation that went into your ear hole or your eye holes, right? And then got computed and your body constricted itself. And it was flight or flight and your body tried to fly a fight or flight. And, and it tried to fly, it tried to flight, but it tripped over itself and constricted and caused blood clots. Uh, this is a news report from NBC 18 news. I don't know where the fuck they're at. They're somewhere. Yeah, an NBC affiliate. <clears throat> but this is uh, in America. Take a listen. COVID-19 vaccine, according to the autopsy report from the county coroner. Now his family speaking out and remembering his legacy. 18 News reporter Tara Lynch investigates and shares his story. George Watts Jr. was a college student. Described as a homebody, he loved playing video games and being with his family. He's funny. Kind of shy. You get to know him and he's, he's a jokester and quick-witted kid. He wanted to take classes in person. To do that, he needed to be vaccinated, so he scheduled his COVID vaccine appointment. His first dose in August, his second in September. He wanted to get that one because that one was FDA approved. George Jr. started to feel sick. I noticed he was starting when he started getting a puffy in the face, like a sinus issue. So, and uh, plus he had a cough, and I decided to take him to the emergency room to see what was going on. That's where he was given antibiotics to treat a sinus infection. But a week later, George Jr. was still sick, so they went back to the ER. After that second visit, his symptoms got worse. Another week goes by and he's getting worse, and his cough is getting worse, he's coughing up blood. He's, his feet are hurting, his hands are hurting, his eyes, his teeth are hurting, and he, you know, didn't like the light, the sunlight. But then, the unthinkable. 
and I told him that I was going to take him to the emergency room the next day after I got out of work. We never made that trip to the emergency room. George Jr. collapsed in his room on October 27th and was pronounced dead later that morning. His dad describes him as healthy, saying he had no underlying medical conditions. An autopsy report from the Bradford County Coroner's Office shows George Jr. died from, quote, COVID-19 vaccine-related myocarditis. Myocarditis is how I ruled it. Have you seen anything like this before? We are currently working on other cases that are um, related to vaccine and booster-related issues within our county, yes. Yeah. So I think that's one of the first um, reported on vaccine-related deaths uh, in the U.S. And as you heard at the end of there, the county coroner saying that, yes, they have multiple uh, different reports of this that they are um, researching right now, that they're investigating. But if you talk about this, you could give somebody who's been vaccinated a stroke. Like that news report right there, I think 150,000 people had a stroke in that area. I mean, simultaneously, instantaneous strokes. They were they were watching it, and they are like, wait, what? He died from my They were all fucked up. In which uh, the Pfizer CEO, Alberta Bola, he says, uh, you know, if you go to misinvest, let me just let him just tell you. No less an authority than former NIH's director Francis Collins lamented the tidal wave of disinformation we have seen during the pandemic. In a recent interview, he said, we were basically outgunned dramatically by lies and conspiracies in social media. We should have had our own version of flooding the system with truth. When people use this information to create fear, they become agents of evil. Now, there are bright spots amid this darkness. Just last month, a jury in this country awarded close to a billion dollars to families of those who lost loved ones in the Sandy Hook massacre. Because one man... Vassal's cheer. One man with a microphone spoke disgusting and disgraceful lies. The jury flat out rejected his lies and made an unambiguous statement that such evil is not acceptable. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> Letting them know that, uh, I mean, Alex Jones, they're trying to get, what, $3 trillion from him? That's that's what they're calling for, for the vaccine deniers, the misinformation. You know, because they're killing people with these strokes, these misinformation strokes. You get the misinformation, you get the stroke. You know, which comes first, the stroke or the misinformation? You know, that's the real question here. Play a little clip from Died Suddenly. Uh, <laughs> apparently, me and Soundwave Promotions, Randy from Soundwave, 
we we clipped the same piece out of Died Suddenly because we thought it was the safest piece you could put on all social media without that because it's the ex. This is from the experts, and uh, he <laughs> he got fucking wiped off TikTok for it. So far, nothing of mine has been touched. I haven't put anything on TikTok about this, but here's the clip. They talk about um, all of these kind of utopic ideas that they have. The United Nations Sustainable Development Goals are 17 targets we must meet by 2030 to ensure decent lives for all on a healthy planet. Right now, it's expected we will fail. One reason for that is the growth in our global population. We have a golden opportunity to seize something good from this crisis. COVID-19 also helped legitimize instruments of control. It's a deep, systemic, and structural restructuring of our world. Therefore, we have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Also be clear, the future is not just happening. The future is built by us. Those people definitely have had tremendous influence and sway in this whole thing. And that is why they seemingly know how to hold these events and almost perfectly predict what's gonna happen. The Event 201 scenario is fictional, but it's based on public health principles, epidemiologic modeling, and assessment of past outbreaks. An outbreak that circles the globe and affects people everywhere. In other words, we've created a pandemic that could realistically occur. I know we would all agree that if we had a vaccine in hand for CAPS, it'd be a game changer. A majority of Americans expect a vaccine to be available within two months, and 65% of those polled are eager to take the vaccine, even if it's experimental. Get the vaccine up inside my life. Will we get our ghost? Just please hurry. I got nothing. And come on, vaccine. Trust in your healthcare. Time for us to trust and not debate. The vaccine, believe it's safe to take. And we will shoot Because you are in a war, because this is a fifth generation warfare for your hearts and your minds, it's done mostly by digits, right, through the computer and those kind of things, but it's also done with adjunct weaponry, and this adjunct weaponry in this case is a COVID jab. Yeah, that is a clip from Died Suddenly. You can find that on my Twitter. But I mean, it is, it's, they are, um systematically wiping the earth we know that um sudden death is up and death for unknown reasons 
is up by like 400 plus percent. That documentary talks about that when it's, it shows um, insurance companies explaining this because insurance companies would know they're the ones paying out the life insurance. So, and they just continue to push this. Uh, this is from uh, the 18th of November. Biden's COVID bribe. Americans who get a booster vaccine this winter will get $20 discounts on their overly priced groceries. <laughs> That's amid a surging inflation and a sluggish rollout. $20. You get fucking $20. Uh, off your fucking highly inf- inflated fucking groceries. You know, they're back to this bribing shit, you know. They're back to this bribing, um, like they did with burgers and fries and and all that bullshit. It's, it's, uh, and now the the flu is supposedly killing people. <laughs> you know the flu does kill people, but now they're saying it's the worst it's ever been. That's because last year it didn't exist. Year before it didn't exist. Now they're telling you to get a COVID and a flu. Booster. This is why God gave you one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. That's why God gave you two arms. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID. That guy loves fucking saying that. He loves it. He says it a lot. Flu shot. That's why God gave you two arms. You can one in each arm if you want. Go to vaccine. Yeah, that's the only reason God gave you two arms. Definitely didn't give you one to jerk off with. But now they're giving you 20 bucks if you get the vaccine. 20 whopping dollars. What is wild here is Pfizer said, uh, you know, back in 2021, March, that 12 to 15 year olds, 100% efficacy and robust antibody response exceeding those reported in trial vaccinations. Vaccinated 16 to 25 year old participants in an earlier analysis. And now... November 12th, Pfizer and Moderna to track any long-term effects of rare heart problems linked to COVID vaccines. What in the fuck? I thought they already did that. I thought they already tested the vaccines. But they're not. They're telling you right now, November 12th, 2020, that Pfizer and Moderna are now going to track any long-term effects. My prediction is... Uh, the end of spring, early summer, the vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine program is shut down. Uh, all is revealed, and then they blame it on Trump. I mean, right now on VAERS, is like 30,000 dead on VAERS. VAERS is one per- or 99% underreported, so multiply 30-something thousand times, you know, 99%. And see what happens. It's a lot. I'm not doing the fucking math. We get back with hour two on Rantcast Live here on ATN.live. We're going to talk about 
Joe, the investigation into Joe Biden, thanks to Hunter Biden, his retarded son, his crackheaded artiste genius son, and his fucking laptops. Joe Biden under investigation for human trafficking, among other uh, other crimes against humanity. Come back with a little update on on that investigation and more. We're going to cover uh, all kinds of shit for the second hour. So stay with us. And uh, we'll be right uh, back after this. Nationwide gas prices have reached an all-time record high, and there's a lot of us that are feeling the squeeze. We can help alleviate those pains at the pump through a revolutionary fifth-generation Nobel Prize fuel catalyst, now available to the public. Boost by Govi increases miles per gallon by an average of 20%, allowing you to go further, lessening how many times you need to fuel up. That's money in the bank. Just pop this little purple pill into your tank and get big gas savings. Professional truck drivers can also experience massive savings because it can also be used in diesel engines and decreases the amount of diesel exhaust fluid that's required. This unparalleled purple pill also increases octane levels by five points, which allows regular fuel to act like premium and is safe with over 650 million miles tested without damaging a single vehicle. It's time to free up your budget and increase your bottom line today. Visit gogastab.com. That's G-O-G-A-S-T-A-B.com. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Embella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Embella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest Electronic Beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN.Live a T in A T in A T in A T in dot live
You are now listening to our number two of the Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.live. finally acknowledge that uh, this appears to be an actual laptop that belonged to Hunter Biden uh, two years later. Uh, Tom Elliott, do you know who this guy is? Uh, he is, I don't know, a social media superstar, conservative with a great edit suite, and he's extremely talented, and he's got uh, records on everything, and he put this together, and it's kind of amazing. Take a look. Go ahead. No, no, I probably best I don't. Obviously, uh, we're not going with the uh, New York Post story uh, right now on Hunter Biden. This is really one of the stupidest October surprises I've ever seen. It helps to really view this as storytelling, not so much as news coverage, but as political entertainment. NPR explained, we don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories. Who even thought to make that story up? It's a story that many intelligence experts say has all the hallmarks of a foreign interference campaign. It looks like it's tied to Vladimir Putin in Moscow. This is a Russian intelligence disinformation campaign. It's foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Russian intelligence. Rudy Giuliani was not fed passively Russian disinformation. He ordered it off the menu. This is a classic example of the right-wing media machine. And he's in the midst of a scandal. He's not. And he's taking... He's of course not. he is, no. Leslie. We should note Hunter Biden isn't running for president. That argument has been debunked. There is no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong. For all we know, these emails are made up. It just lacks credibility. Okay, I would love if you guys would start doing that digging and start doing that verification. No, we're not going to do your work for you. Character matters. It matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters. Wow. Put together by Tom Elliott, journalist and founder of Grabian. Good stuff. We'll be right back. right cocaine to the ukraine that was a song by sideshow bob from the tower pod gang you know uh that little montage of mainstream media telling you hunter biden's laptop is russian disinformation 
you go back into my episodes before eight, before I was on ATN, I have an episode about Bobby Hunter Biden where my montage is like 25 minutes of them telling you how you're fucking crazy. None of this is uh, true. It's all Russian misinformation. It's it's fucking crazy when it comes to the Hunter Biden laptop fiasco in which now James Comer and Jim Jordan, they came out and told us that it's not Hunter Biden under investigation. It is Joe Biden. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking, from human trafficking, from human trafficking, to potential violations of the Constitution. That's right. We'll be right back after this. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right. Engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life, helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration and helping you enjoy a nice smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? Gobi Fuel Tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. Get Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablets today. Visit GoGasTab.com. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the the carbon, the the planets coming in, the the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Embella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Embella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central, Listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest electronic beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN. Live.
such, this investigation will be a top priority. We are releasing a report today that details what we have uncovered. We are also sending letters to the Biden administration officials and Biden family associates renewing our request for voluntary production of documents relevant to this investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. Of Joe Biden. See, now they're in a situation where Joe's going to have to indict his son, Bobby Hunter Biden, um, to stop him from being subpoenaed by the GOP. What a wacky situation. Then the very next day, um, Joe Biden announced a special counsel to investigate Donald Trump which they've been investigating for like six fucking years. Six fucking years. They've been, they've went to his house, they've gotten his documents, you know, that supposedly the President of the United States of America is not allowed to have these documents. Meanwhile, Biden administration is raiding journalists in the U.S. for reporting on Hunter Biden. Um, it is come to that point, but we're going into, uh, the campaigning seasons, you know, they never stop ever. Donald Trump, he announced that he's running for president. Um, Kanye announced he was running for president and then Kanye over the Thanksgiving uh, holidays, went ahead and took Nick Fuentes, of all people, to go meet Donald Trump. I, I don't know if this is like some weird fucking setup or what the fuck, man. Because Nick, Nick Fuentes, he says some fucking crazy shit. But anyways, here's a three-minute clip of Nick Fuentes, I guess explaining... The dinner with Trump. Him. And we went out to Mar-a-Lago in Florida this week, and we had a very interesting dinner, which I'm sure you've all read about. There was a great article about it in Axios today, which went over the details, I think, uh, very accurately. And I have to say about the events of the last week, I, I'm a little bit uh, embarrassed in a certain sense because 
You know, this has become a little bit of a scandal for President Trump. And, you know, at the dinner, I'll provide you with a little bit of detail. I told the president and the president, I, I don't think he does know who I am. Uh, or, or rather, he didn't know that I was me. <laughs> Let me put it that way. I don't think he knew that I was me at the dinner. Let's put it that way. I don't know if I'm going to say he didn't know me, but I, I'm not sure about that. But certainly he didn't know that I was me when I arrived at the dinner. And, you know, I didn't mean for my statements and my, you know, my whole background to sort of be, uh, to become a public relations problem <laughs> for the president but I told him at the dinner, I, I, said, I said, Mr. President, I said, you are one of the greatest Americans that has ever lived. I campaigned for you in, in 2016. <clears throat> I was there and stopped the steal at Harrisburg, Lansing, Atlanta, D.C., Phoenix. I said, and I, I love you and, and I've supported you for all these years. You know, and I, I thought that was important because he really has been a hero of mine and he has been he has been the guy for the last six years. Although, based on the announcement speech that we saw a couple of weeks ago and, and based on everything that I've just said, we have to move forward. We have to move forward in service of Christ, in service of the truth, and in service of America. We can't move backwards. But I'll say this, a... A race between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump, as he is running right now, about the radical left and inflation versus DeSantis, it just isn't what the country needs right now. <laughs> let's, let's put it this way. That dialectic, DeSantis and a moderate Trump, it's a huge retreat from 2016. It's a huge retreat, and it seeds so much ground. I thought after 2016 we'd be moving forward, but it seems that in 2020 and 2024, the messaging has been moving backward with a mind towards fundamentally transforming and sanctifying the American society. There's one person that's speaking with that language, and it isn't Donald Trump, and we know who that is. Yeah, it's Kanye West. Now, what's crazy, uh, I do agree with Nick Fuentes, DeSantis against Trump is fucking retarded. Especially for Santas. DeSantis. DeSantis, he, you know, why would he give up power, his governmental power, and not just finish out his term? You know, governmental power trumps presidential power, so that would be fucking retarded. The best route to go in my opinion is trump lake 2024 donald trump and carrie lake they burned carrie lake in in arizona they called the race in arizona when there was like 1700 votes between the two uh they're still fucking counting votes i guess it's been i don't know a month the election was the 8th of November. It is now the 27th of November. And technically, Arizona still don't know what the fuck is going on. So Trump Lake would be the way to go. And then DeSantis to sit back in 2028 and become the first male vice president. Let Carrie Lake be the first female president. 
You could literally have Republicans for the next. I can't do the math on it. 12, 16, 20 years. If you've done it right. But they won't. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But Nick Fuentes, it's fucking the shit he says. And yes, he just admitted, you know, that Donald Trump probably had no idea who the fuck he was or that it's him or that he's him, that Nick Fuentes is him, Nick Fuentes. For allowing women to go out into the society and lie and bear false witness and cast spells and worship minerals and rocks. And women are out there naked and they're killing babies and they're getting to be 300 pounds and they get in your face and we can't do anything about it. You can't hit these people. You can't punch them. You can't, they don't arrest them. And basically they're taking over the culture on social media. I said, what happened to the good old days a thousand years ago when people like this, instead of arguing them or saying, hey, listen, darling, everything's okay, they would dunk them in the river, burn them alive. I said, this is, this is the kind of thing that we need to see more of, is burning them alive a little, a little bit more. Taking women like this, and instead of uh, you know hiring a lawyer for all this money and we're going to sue him for defamation, how about we, we go to the constable or whatever, we go to the uh, the police officer, the soldier stationed in the village, and say, "Hey, um, we got to burn her alive." You know, hey, th- this woman is worshiping rocks. She's bearing false witness. She's she's lying about men, and basically, we need to capture her and and uh, throw her in the lake, or set her on fire. I feel like that would be more appropriate. And everybody freaked out. And this was all over Twitter. And everybody said, oh, this is horrible. Is this guy for real? Uh, yeah, I'm for real. For allow- yeah, so that's Nick Fuentes. Um, these fucking crazy Christian conservatives, I believe it's a definitely a fucking show. Uh, Nick Fuentes is trolling. It's what he does. <laughs> um. yeah some of the shit he says is crazy Hitler was a German statesman and uh, what was there was there concentration camps were there death camps I think so I think there were I think there were death camps I do um, but there were also death camps against the Germans and there were there were lots of camps there were camps everywhere we were in a global war we had Japanese internment camps. There were lots of camps. There were lots of atrocities going on. But Hitler was the most uniquely evil guy in the world. And we get these cartoonish depictions of electric floors and mattresses made out of human hair and uh, lampshades made out of lips. And and we created this um, completely like cartoonish, nonsensical narrative. And then that that's the, that's the standard. That's the myth. That's the narrative that, that defines all of our politics. Which is true, and you can't question it whatsoever. Or you are a Nazi, and you will go to uh, Twitter prison, maybe? Anyways, um, here's a clip of Kanye talking about this um, dinner. I don't know if he's with Milo Yiannopoulos in this clip. I can't tell who the fuck that guy is. He looks like Richard Spence. 
but I, I don't fucking know exactly. I walked in with intelligence. So Trump is really impressed with Nick Fuentes. And Nick Fuentes, unlike so many of the lawyers and so many people that he was left with on his 2020 campaign, he's actually a loyalist. When he didn't know where the lawyers is, you'll still have your lawyer list. Faggot pussy. Race trader. You work for Jews, you know? Whoops, that was uh, an edited cut with Nick Fuentes. I didn't know that. I was too busy <laughs> trying to figure out if that's Richard Spence with him. Uh, I, I just, I don't know what Kanye's uh, thought processes, thought processes is, is, is. I don't understand what uh, Kanye's thinking here. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty fucking crazy. Um, here, let's see if this is the right video. Some things that caught him off guard. It was the fact that I walked in with intelligence. So Trump is really impressed with Nick Fuentes. And Nick Fuentes, unlike so many of the lawyers and so many people that he was left with on his 2020 campaign, he's actually a loyalist. When he didn't know where the lawyers is, you'll still have your lawyer list. And when all the lawyers said, forget it, Trump's done, there were loyalists running up yep. in the White House, right? And my question would be, why, when you had the chance, did you not free the January Sixers? And I came to him as someone who loves Trump, and I said, go and get Corey back. Go and get these people that the media tried to cancel and told you to step away from. He basically gives me this would-be mob-esque kind of story talking to some kid from the south side of Chicago trying to sound mobby or whatever. He goes into the story about all that he went through to get Alice Johnson out of jail and how he didn't do it for Kim, but he did it for me. But then he goes on to say that Kim is a and you can tell her I said that. And I was thinking like, that's the mother of my children. Since we know, and all the Christians Why'd they edit that? of Trump know that Trump is a conservative, we're going to demand that you hold all policies directly to the Bible. When Trump started basically screaming at me at the table, telling me I was going to lose, I mean, has that ever worked for anyone in history? To <laughs> You're going to lose. Tell him he's going to lose. lose. Tell him. I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on Trump. You're talking to Ye. Who the fuck is that dude with him? Anyways, really impressed with white nationalist leader Nick Fuentes. Fuentes does not sound white nationalist. That's uh, not doesn't sound like a very white name. Anyways, um, Trump. Yeah, Trump probably didn't take kindly. For one, you walked up in there with. Uh, probably caught him off guard. I'm not defending Trump either, but probably caught him off guard. And then you asked Trump to be your fucking running mate. Like, the balls on Kanye. The balls. But like Kanye's told us, he has nothing um, to lose. Most perturbed about me. I They've taken everything from him. So does it really matter? Um even to the point where they shut off his fucking bank accounts. J.P. Morgan and Adidas were able to go in and shut off his fucking bank accounts. This is uh, 
pretty crazy. Um, that th this is able to happen. In history, there will never be a situation where people end a multi-billion dollar deal off of a tweet. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I would like to thank everyone that was involved with this negotiation. Thank God no one was hurt in the process. And I feel free. Nobody was hurt in the process. And he robbed Adidas. Adidas attempted to rob him by dropping Kanye because of shit he tweeted about the Jews. Oh, shit. Uh, well, that was late. Things he tweeted about the uh, Jew uh, people. And... <laughs> And so Adidas dropped him. Balenciaga dropped him. Now, here's something interesting about Balenciaga as we segue into a, a new topic on tonight's show. But Balenciaga was caught putting out pedophile ads. Kids, ads with children holding bondage bears. This is... Uh, fucking crazy but it's not anything past what these fucking psychos do um and now balenciaga they were able to uh, am i saying that right balenciaga god damn i really need someone in here who can tell me when i'm not saying words right you know but Balenciaga, they um, apologize and still, how the fuck do you spell this? They apologize and still get to, you know, I think they deleted their t tweeter, but they'll get to have it back. Anyways, in this, these, they, they blamed it on the photographer, but it turns out, um, the they they have multiple photo shoots with these fucking this pedo shit in it um and like real crazy you know um deep deep um hidden easter eggs over this hidden easter eggs um, in the backgrounds, uh, one of them was a, a photo of a purse that had a lawsuit that had a Supreme Court ruling on virtual child pornography. One had uh, books with the name on them of a convicted child pedophile. Everything's put into these photo shoots for a reason. We're going to talk more about this. Got a couple clips we're going to show play from Tucker Carlson when we get back on a rained out or end cast live on ATN.live. Stay with us. Hey, it's Aaron from The Cole Report, and I just want to remind you, if you miss any of the live shows, you can catch the rebroadcast all week long. There's a schedule on the homepage, Click it and it'll show you everything going on for the whole week. 
And if that's not convenient enough for you, you can catch The Shepherd and Bella Show, The Rained Out Rancast, and The Cole Report on Apple and Spotify for your listening pleasure. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right, engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance, or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life, helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration, and helping you enjoy a nice, smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? Gobi Fuel Tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. Get Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablets today. Visit GoGasTab.com. ATN.Live, the Umbellas Talk Network is beyond news talk. It's cutting-edge talk, 24-7-365. Real people, real-life conversation. ATN.Live is also home to The Shepherd Umbellas Show and other great shows. The website is simple to use, and the sound quality is phenomenal. We stream in 194K audio and have a backup 64K stream for folks who don't have much internet bandwidth. Remember, don't forget, go to ATN.Live now. And for those who pledge $50 or more, you will receive free merchandise from Shepard Ambellas. His two films on DVD video and his latest Electronic Beats album, so, show some love. ATN.Live, the Ambellas Talk Network, ATN.Live. children in hospitals. This is part of a larger trend, and the trend is this. Adults crossing the line, and it has always been a bright line, into deep involvement with the sexuality of children. That has always been, and must in a civilized society, always be the most forbidden thing. It's considered unacceptable even among prison inmates. But now it seems to be growing in its prevalence. Consider the latest ad for the clothing brand Balenciaga. This was just uploaded on Instagram. As you can see, the photo shoot they're using to sell their products features a young girl holding a teddy bear in a bondage outfit. Then, in case you missed the point, the photo shoot also contains this image. It shows several documents. Most of them aren't visible, but what you can see when you zoom in, and of course the point is that you see it, is a reference to a U.S. Supreme Court case called Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition. That case struck down a law against kiddie porn. What is this? Well, it is what it appears to be. It's an endorsement of kitty porn, of child pornography. What else could it be? We wanted to know. So we reached out today to Balenciaga to get their explanation, and they didn't respond. 
So we're going to have to take that on face value and ask, where's the moral outrage? We have an entire industry uh, in this country comprised of moral outrage merchants. If you've ever been on Twitter, you know what we mean. Truly, an entire sector of our economy is devoted to attacking people for falling short of the mark. And here is a high-end retailer promoting kiddie porn in an ad on Instagram, and nobody notices. There's no boycott. There's no front-page New York Times editorial against it. And, of course, Instagram let the advertisement run, endorsing kiddie porn. And, by the way, if you have an alternate explanation for what this was, let us know. A child with a teddy bear in a bondage outfit and a Supreme Court decision striking down a kiddie porn law displayed on the table? What is that? Are we jumping to conclusions? Don't think so. It is what it appears to be. It's right in your face, and no one's saying anything. Again, Instagram had no problem with this. Until Elon Musk took over Twitter, Twitter allowed hashtags that explicitly linked to child pornography. Nobody said anything because crimes against children... Now, i got to say, um, when they talk about Instagram... Now, Mouthy Buddha did videos on Instagram about Instagram, fuck, a year and a half, two years ago? Basically about the hashtags. And we've seen Eliza Blue, um, a big uh, proponent against child trafficking and and child porn on Twitter and stuff. She's helped to get it removed for the most part on Twitter, it seems. She explains these hashtags. The hashtags, there was three main hashtags used, I guess. <coughs> oh, shit, I got COVID. Three main hashtags used by these pedos. And they've been removed and, and the content removed. So the, the my question is, you know, my question is, with the hashtags, Mouthy Buddha basically exposed that um, hashtags is a way they communicate. So if you got rid of the three hashtags, they can just come up with other hashtags. This is uh, what is insane on Instagram. For example, a hashtag is very specific. That's why they put the um, hash tag or the hat. What is it? The pound sign. That's why they put the pound sign in front of it. And anything you type in it can be searched by putting. You get the fuck how it works. Maybe. I don't, I don't know if people know how the hashtag thing works. Anyways. So on Instagram or any fucking social media that uses uses hashtags, you could put in hashtag and then use a Bitcoin address. After you put in the pound sign, use a Bitcoin address. Now, nobody can find these pictures or whatever you tagged. No one can find that post that you tagged with hashtag, hashtag random Bitcoin wallet, right? Because it's the Bitcoin wallet is a series of numbers and letters, okay? If someone had that Bitcoin number, the wallet number, this is an example. They could then put in hashtag, throw that fucking Bitcoin number behind it, boom, there's there is the fucking pictures or whatever the post or whatever they hashtagged it under. That's what these hashtags do. Um, 
I've said this over and over. There's no more dark web that I know of. I've never, I've never been on the dark web like uh, Silk Road or. I'm pretty fucking computer retarded. Um, I'm glad I've never been on those. I mean, I guess you could get really good fucking drugs off of them. So that's a plus. But then it's a bunch of Bitcoin and wallets moving and shit. And I, you know, I have what I have for Bitcoins and wallets and shit. But it's just. Anyways, my fucking point is they can use these hashtags and removing the three hashtags on Twitter. I, I don't know if that's going to stop the shit. You know, uh, uh, Mouthy Buddha did such a good expose, so to speak, on it. Um, I could actually play a little clip of the Mouthy Buddha. Because... Um, I mean, it starts right off this this uh, video from Mouthy Buddha, which you can find. I'm pretty sure you can find it on Rumble if you look up Mouthy Buddha. Um, it starts off just by showing you these pedo symbols that they use. You know, the um, spiral uh, triangle, the two hearts together. These symbols, even to this day. The question is, why wouldn't they? Right away, it's showing examples. Um, More than a dozen. Ma- the first thing they showed was Disney's Adventures of Pan. The thing about Adventures of Pan—that's Hula Halabula. I don't know how the fuck I stumbled onto this two years ago, but I actually did a video on this. I did a live on it, which is where I got fucking pissed because the symbolism is so fucking in your face, and it's only available on Apple. This Hula Bula Adventures of Pan. It's about a little panda. We know there's panda symbolism when it comes to pedophilia um, with the black eyes. And uh, it's about a little panda, pan. We have pan there. This, you know, yes, it's short for panda, but it also represents pan, the god, the god pan. And um, all over in this thing is the spiral triangle. And it's not even like a, it's like the straight up spiral triangle. It's not even like a fucking, like it's backwards or upside down or, you know, has an extra spiral in it to, you know, some sort of, you could just, you could, uh, uh, you could, you, you could, uh, you know, deny a plausible deniability. That's what I was looking for. Uh, none of that. It's, it's the exact same symbol that's on the FBI's website for pedophilia symbols. And this is from 2000 and I think 17 is when this app uh, came about. It's partially owned by Serena Williams' husband, Alex. Uh, fuck. Alexia. I can't remember his fucking name. Anyways, it even goes to the point where there's this scene in this fucking book, because this is like an adventure book. You know, you're supposed to pick your path type shit and pans on her way by herself out into the wilderness, blah, blah, blah. An orphan, I believe. And uh, there's a fucking scene in it where all the characters are sitting around a table to eat, and on their plates is the spiral triangle. And then outside the window pops up a pizza 
delivery dude sneaking, creeping on the outside out. I mean, anyways, it's been a while since I've seen the hula bula thing and, and on this mouthy Buddha piece that I'm playing here. I don't remember that hula bula being on it when I originally watched this. Because this isn't as old as the video I made. Which then got... It, it went all the way down to all these investors. Uh, shit, who was the... Uh, there was a basketball dude. I'm not big into basketball. and I, I, I Anyways, there's a basketball guy. Not Shaq. It just... Uh, and it wasn't Dwayne Wade. But it was there was an NBA star involved in this. Uh, like I said, Serena Williams' husband. Uh, it went all the way to like the creators of Patreon. Uh, it you know, and you know, it'd be one thing that there's plausible deniability, but this is after Pizzagate, after these symbols were made um, known to the public in a major way that these are in fact pedo symbols, according to the FBI who are pedophiles themselves. Man, including Disney employees, are facing jail time after they're caught in an undercover sex bus. The men wanted to have sex with the underage boys and girls. This gets dark. Dark. It's shown a clip of Mighty Disney Ducks. Disney among the 11 Bay Area... Fucking Mighty Ducks. From the mid-90s. And on the kid's fucking helmet, twice is the spiral triangle. You know, I mean, even South Park showed the Nambla thing. And this Nambla thing, uh, fuck. North American boy love. lovers association. I think that's what it is. That was on South Park <laughs> way back. God, I want to say that was on uh, season one of South Park was the Nambla episode. So that, uh, that was way back in the 90s. And again, I mean, it's showing clips. Of the Mighty Ducks. This is way back, I want to say early, mid-90s, 94, 93 maybe. And arrested and accused of keeping child pornography. In, in cartoons, in, in movies, it's, these things are put in there for specific reasons. That's what we are seeing with the um, Balenciaga thing. They were putting in books. They were putting in um, court cases about child pedophilia. It's it's not, I mean, it's fucking crazy, man. They say they're not after your kids. That's a lie. That's That in itself is a fucking lie. Which then, you know... When you get into the Disney stuff, um, this brings us back around to the crypto and the um, FTX scandal and, and such. Because there's another scandal brewing with Tether. Tether is a stable coin. Tether is supposed to be, um, if you look up USDT, um, that is, it's supposed to be basically the equivalent of the a dollar bill in the crypto world and so for every tether is a dollar 
a tether's worth as much as what a dollar's worth. 99 cents or sometimes it'll be like a dollar and a penny, right? Well, nobody's ever audited um, tether. And the fact I, you know, I could not believe <laughs> this all ties in together. It's fucking crazy. There's an article from Revolver that uh, is about this. And if Tether, when Tether collapses, because this is obviously going to happen, their problem reaction solution, it's to get CBDCs, it's to um, get the... Because when Tether collapses, then your normal, your normies that just are investing in Bitcoin and crypto and Doge and, and you know, shit coins, they're at that point going to be demanding for regulations because the whole bottom's dropping out. Uh, there's, I mean, Bitcoin in, in a matter of minutes could literally go to zero. That's how wild crypto is. So from this Revolver uh, article, it says, to say, anybody remember the Mighty Ducks movies? Or how about the Sinbad movie, First Kid? Anybody ever catch that on the Disney Channel back in the day. Well, that's where Brock Pierce comes in. Brock Pierce, in the early 90s, he enjoyed a brief career as a child actor. But before even reaching legal adulthood, Pierce pivoted into a new career, which soon ended bizarrely. Now, if you go on Twitter, this is the best place to find it. Um, if you go on Twitter and you go to twitter.com um, forward slash an open secret, A-N-O-P-E-N-S-E-C-R-E-T. Go there. On there is the Vimeo link. Go to that and watch An Open Secret. An Open Secret is about the open pedophilia in Hollywood. Now, this documentary is from... Uh, I want to say 2014, but I think it's even older than that. But it's got Brock Pierce in it. Because Brock Pierce, along with... Uh, fuck, now I can't remember his name. A guy named Col Colin. They, uh... Well, let me just read some of this. Uh... In the trailer for First Kid, the forgettable 1996 comedy about a Secret Service agent assigned to protect the president's son, the title character played by a teenage Brock Pierce described himself as definitely the most powerful kid in the universe. Now, the former child star is running to be the most powerful man in the world as an independent candidate for president of the United States of America. Now, this was 2016 when he did this. When he ran, or, not, or 2020, I believe, is when Brock Pierce tried to run uh, for president of the United States, and people are like, whoa, wait a minute, aren't you the guy who had that fucking den before? Den was Digital Entertainment uh, Network, I believe, which was YouTube before YouTube. Uh, so when his screen time shrunk, Pierce retired from acting for a real executive role, co-founding the video production startup Digital Entertainment Network, also known as DEN, D-E-N, alongside businessman Mark Collins Rector. That's what, Mark Collins Rector. 
At age 17, Pierce served as its vice president, taking in a base salary of 250000 bucks. Den became the poster child for dot-com excesses, raising more than $60 million in seed investments and plotting a $75 million IPO, but it turned into, into a shorthand for something else when, in October of 1999, the three co-founders suddenly re- resigned. That month, a New Jersey man filed a lawsuit alleging Collins Rector had molested him for three years beginning when he was 13 years old. The following summer, three former Den employees filed a sexual abuse lawsuit against Pierce, Collins, Rector, and their third co-founder, Chad Shackley. The plaintiffs later dropped their case against Pierce. He made a payment of 21600 to one of their employees and Shackley, but after a federal grand jury indicted Collins Rector on criminal charges in 2000, the Den founders left the country. When Interpol arrested them in 2002, they said they had confiscated guns, machetes, and child pornography from the trio's beach villa in Spain. Well, Pierce managed to get out of his Interpol jam, that without being charged, and his strange path through life continued. So now, there's an Epstein connection to Pierce Brock. You bet there's an Epstein's connection here. In early 2011, about a decade after the digital entertainment network imploded, Brock Pierce visited the Virgin Islands to attend MindShift, a conference of top scientists hosted by Epstein. A representative for Pierce says he didn't even know who Epstein was when he flew commercial to the event, which the financer had arranged as part of his elaborate effort to launder his lurid reputation. It was not even 18 months after Epstein had completed his slap-on-the-wrist solicitation sentence in Florida and registered as a sex offender. Nothing suggests that anything sexual of nature, anything on on toward uh, at all occurred at MindShift. Pierce is only one of dozens of figures in Epstein's dizzyingly vast network. So we have a world's third largest cryptocurrency, a stablecoin, okay, that has never been audited, founded by a washed-up former child actor because it is Brock Pierce who founded Tether. He founded him. He, he, he's, a, he's a former child actor who never went to college, ended up as, as an Epstein guest, a seemingly unlikely addition to a group that included a NASA computer engineer, an MIT professor of electrical engineering, and a Nobel laureate in theoretical physics. Theoretical physics. Idiots. I don't know what he had to do with science, why he was there, says one person who attended. The thing is, Tether CEO is Jean-Louis van der Veld. Okay. Pierce says he hasn't actually been involved with Tether since 2015, and maybe Pierce was just a celebrity face of the venture, which is seems fucking retarded because, I mean, his only celebrity is that he's a fucking pedophile. Um, the chief executive of Tether ran a company that faced a string of lawsuits in China over unpaid bills and fines for late tax payments. So what we're learning about Tether, Tether's role in the crypto universe has mushroomed since it was founded in 2014 with $78 billion of its stable coins now in circulation. $78 billion. The problem is 
Tether's never been audited. Audited. So there's no way of knowing if they have seventy eight billion fucking dollars. Because you gotta have seventy eight billion dollar bills. You gotta have one dollar bill for each tether. That's why it's a stable coin. This now exposes how crypto is. <sighs> I mean, I it's bullshit. Um, to this extent, to this way that it's able to, it's the wild west. You can do whatever the fuck you want. It's a printing machine. It's like a, you know, a tops baseball card factory in the nineties. They're just printing this shit. And with the push of a button, they don't have to have the money there. They can literally just print some tethers. They can just type in some numbers, take those tethers, sell them for Bitcoin or convert them to Bitcoin and then sell that Bitcoin for cash. It's fucking money laundering. Once tether collapses, everything's going to collapse. Like I said, Bitcoin can go to fucking zero in a matter of fucking minutes. In just a matter of minutes, Bitcoin could go to fucking zero. Now, Joe Biden is being investigated. FTX was their way to launder this money. Um, Alameda was also a way to let... I don't understand how the fuck... Cause Alameda's been, op- been going for like 10 years. And Sam Bankman fried is like the fucking, he's like 20 something years old. I mean, when did he do this? When he was like fucking 12, (laughs) you know, he's like 12 years old. Yeah. 92. He's born in 92. Motherfucker is like, uh, 30. Okay. He's 30. I thought he was a little bit younger. So anyways, Alameda, they've all been involved in this money laundering. It's all now been exposed. No mainstream media is covering it. At the same time, Biden's being uh, investigated. Now, this will all be wrapped up into that. Uh, Tether was created by a uh, Disney pedophile connected to Jeffrey Epstein. So just wait for the crypto market to fucking shit it's pants. You think it's a fucking bloodbath now. We'll just wait until Tether fucking collapses. Uh, because it looks like Tether is going to collapse. I mean, there are some places reporting on this. Like I said, that's a Revolver um, article that Carrie Lake posted, by the way. Carrie Lake probably has no idea what a cryptocurrency is. Yeah, she probably does. She's probably fucking laundering money, too. I mean, they, they all are. I mean, if they're, if it's possible for them to launder money, make money, they're going to do it. That's what people do. That's what humans do. They're fucking shitty, shady dickheads. They're, I mean, this is proven time and time again. You know? Well, that's all we got for this week's uh, Rain Out Rankcast Live here on ATN.Live. If you're listening on ATN.Live, be sure to pledge and help the network out and keep it going. We've got new shows on, on the network. Check those shows out. I think outcast by, uh, you know what? Just don't even listen to me on that one. Just go to ATN dot live 
if you're listening to this on the RSS feed and check out the uh, shows that are on ATN.Live. The Shepard Ambella show, The Cole Report, Marshall Masters is on there. There's a new show on there. Should probably keep up to date on that. Next week, we will have, it'll be a live show. We're going to have The Bee Lady. Uh, Maryam Henine will be joining us with her about her new documentary about George Floyd. That is coming out, uh, I think, next month or at the beginning of the year. We'll find out more next week. Be sure to tune in to Raina Rantcast Live next Sunday. Peace. Nationwide gas prices have reached an all-time record high, and there's a lot of us that are feeling the squeeze. We can help alleviate those pains at the pump through a revolutionary fifth-generation Nobel Prize fuel catalyst, now available to the public. Boost by Govee increases miles per gallon by an average of 20%, allowing you to go further, lessening how many times you need to fuel up. That's money in the bank. Just pop this little purple pill into your tank and get big gas savings. Professional truck drivers can also experience massive savings because it can also be used in diesel engines and decreases the amount of diesel exhaust fluid that's required. This unparalleled purple pill also increases octane levels by five points, which allows regular fuel to act like premium and is safe with over 650 million miles tested without damaging a single vehicle. It's time to free up your budget and increase your bottom line today. Visit gogastab.com. That's G-O-G-A-S-T-A-B.com. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Ambella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Ambella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest Electronic Beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, the Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN.Live.